Hello, and welcome to the Responsive Family Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Hawley, holistic sleep coach, lactation consultant, peaceful parenting educator, and mom. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by all the conflicting sleep info, frustrated with sleep information that just plain felt wrong, or searched desperately for a truly gentle and responsive sleep approach, then you are in the right place. In each episode, we'll be answering your most pressing baby and toddler sleep questions, busting those sleep myths, and helping you understand truly developmental, biologically normal baby and toddler sleep plus encouraging you to trust your intuition along the way. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode. We are going to be talking about sleeping through the night. And when can you expect your baby or toddler to sleep through the night? What's realistic? What's healthy? What's normal? And I can tell you it is definitely not what most people tend to hear, right? That it's that you should be sleeping through the night as an older baby after six months, you know, that toddlers are going to be sleeping through the night. That's not what babies are doing. That's not the research. That's not what most parents are going to experience. So before we dive into all of that, I just want to put a little context here. And that is, physiologically speaking, no one actually sleeps through the night. Not you, not me, and not your baby or toddler. So what do I mean by this? Well, we all wake briefly between sleep cycles and we subconsciously assess, am I safe and do I have a need? And if the answer is, yes, I'm safe and I don't have any needs, then you're going to just transition into that next sleep cycle. And if the answer is, ooh, I don't feel safe, you're going to awake, right? Because if you're not safe, (laughs) you should wake up and be able to do something about that. But as an adult, it's going to take a lot for you not to feel safe. You know, obviously, you could be having bad dreams. You could be anxious and having some worries and stress disrupting your sleep. Hopefully, you have tools to to manage that and support yourself. And if you have a need, you do something about it, right? Like you poke your partner because they're snoring or steal the covers back from them or do something to adjust the temperature, get a drink of water, use the bathroom you are able to meet your own needs. And your baby or your toddler, they are generally not. And yet they have all the same physical and emotional needs that we do. So for a baby especially, simply being separate from you can cause alarm. So they wake up and they realize that they are separate from you and that can be enough to make it hard to go back to sleep, especially for more sensitive little ones are more touch focused. And then there's their needs, right? They can't solve their needs. They can't, they can't change their own diaper or get themselves a drink um, or adjust the temperature if they're hot. And they're going to experience all those same things. Even toddlers generally are not competent enough to manage their nighttime needs. And so they're, they're going to signal you. They're going to awake fully and need your support. So if no one sleeps through the night, then what does sleeping through the night even mean, right? And we actually don't have a universal, universal definition. There's parent definitions, there's research definitions, and, and even those aren't all the same. So as a parent, I think most people probably think of a baby that goes to sleep at bedtime and goes all night long without needing support. 
and that that's a good, you know, 10, 12 hours of nighttime sleep. And you as the parent have time in the evening and then get a full night of sleep yourself. But not all parents conceptualize it that way. I have talked with with parents who say, oh, my baby sleeps the night. And I'm like, okay, tell me more about that. And they're like, yeah, they, they go down and then they wake a couple times a night for a feed really briefly. They resettle really quickly and they're back to sleep. And it, you know, they weren't really fully awake and it's easy to get them back down. So they're sleeping through the night. And that's the way they conceptualize it. And, you know, there isn't a right or wrong here. I'm just highlighting that we all have different opinions on what it means to sleep through the night, right? To those parents, baby wasn't awake for an excessively long time. They didn't need a bunch of soothing. They just needed a quick feed and that felt like sleeping through to them. And then there's the research studies. What are people doing research defining as sleeping through the night? Now, I don't know. When I first became a sleep coach, I was actually shocked that the research definitions were so far away from what it feels like the parent definitions are. So in many research studies, sleeping through the night is is defined as five or six hours, maybe an eight-hour stretch. So your baby could go down at 8 p.m. and sleep till one or two in the morning, get you that five or six-hour stretch, and they could easily still wake twice between that long stretch and morning, right? They could wake at two, they could wake at 4.30, and then they could be up at like six or seven in the morning. And that baby technically is sleeping through the night if we're going by a six-hour definition. And then how often are we expecting them to do that, right? Is is a study looking at regularly sleeping through the night on most nights? Are they looking at have they ever done it? Are they doing it sometimes, but not all the time, but still pretty often? That's going to be a really different picture than if we're saying, hey, in the last two weeks, did your child ever sleep for a six-hour stretch? Or did they mostly sleep for a six-hour stretch? As a parent, you're going to experience those really differently. So we have a lot of different definitions and a lot of different ideas around what it means to sleep through the night. Now, what does the research actually say? So we're going to get into some statistics. We're going to talk about what a few studies say. I will put those citations in the show notes. I will also put a blog post of mine on developmentally normal sleep in the show notes so that you can look at it broken down by age. And that blog post also has lots of citations. I know some folks really do better with seeing numbers versus hearing them and think it can be nice to reference. So first, we're going to touch on this really large study, Pavlin et al. 2020, and apologies if I'm butchering any of those last names in these studies. But this study was a really large population-based study out of some of the Scandinavian countries, and it looked at sleep in the first two years. And so what it found is that at three months, babies on average are waking about 2.2 times a night. At six months, the average is 2.5 wakes a night. At 12 months, the average is 1.8 times a night. At 18 months, the average is 1.1 times a night. And at 24 months, the average is 0.9 times a night. So that means that some babies are waking less and some babies are waking quite a bit more. So most of those babies aren't sleeping through, right, to get these average number of wakes. And from the same study, it found that 
2.4% of 24-month-olds, so two-year-olds, have frequent night waking. That's almost 30%. That's a lot of littles that are still waking up at night. Headed back to six months, and another study done in 2020, Penestri et al., they looked at six-month-old babies and how often they slept for a six-hour stretch. And they found that 20.5% of six-month-olds did not sleep for a six-hour stretch in the 13 days they were tracking sleep. And they found that 72.7% had high variability in their longest sleep stretch from night to night. So what does that mean? It means some nights they slept a nice long stretch and other nights they absolutely didn't. They were waking more and that this was normal. Now, when we think about older toddlers, there's another study that looked at toddlers between two and a half and three and a half. And this study found an average of four wakes per night and that it was pretty normal for toddlers to actually have longer periods that they were awake with an average of 24 to 30 minutes. Now, this study actually tracked baby's sleep with autography, so it wasn't It wasn't based on parent reports, so we don't necessarily know that these toddlers were waking up their parents at these wakes, but I think it's really interesting either way to show that these kind of older toddlers are still waking up quite a bit at night and waking up for longer stretches, and maybe they're not signaling their parents, but it just goes to show how normal it is to wake at night. So I think that's a nice detour into the data to show that most babies are not sleeping through and most toddlers are not sleeping through and that of course with younger little ones you know if they have needs overnight and they're waking up they're going to signal you for those needs and that's normal and it's healthy and it's what most babies and young toddlers are doing so over time we have less wakings right Over time, more babies and toddlers are going to go all night long without needing parental support. But that is going to depend on a lot of factors. It's not necessarily going to be linear and straightforward. It's certainly going to depend on your child's temperament and what's happening in their world, their inner world, their outer world. And my gosh, it is not most babies are sleeping through the night from six months on, is it? Like that's simply not what the research shows. It's not what most parents' experiences show. So next time that someone asks you if your baby is sleeping through the night or are they a good sleeper, I hope this podcast episode gives you some confidence to say, you know, they're sleeping like a baby. They're waking a few times a night. That's normal. And if they're waking way more than these averages, then maybe there are things that that you can do to better support their sleep, right? To to set up rhythms and routines and environments that do bring out their best version of sleep. But there's going to be a range and someone is always going to have a baby that wakes less and someone's always going to have a baby that wakes more. And that is also part of what's normal. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode left you feeling more informed confident and encouraged on your sleep journey. And just a reminder before you go that nothing in this episode is individualized to your specific sleep situation 
nor is it to be taken as medical advice. Take what resonates, ignore what doesn't, and check with your healthcare provider about any medical concerns. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. And take a moment to rate, review, or share an episode you love on social media. All of that helps parents just like you find me, this podcast, and this gentle and responsive sleep information. I'll see you next time.